What is up guys? It is Quinn here back with another fantasy football video and today we are going to continue going through my positional rankings. So yesterday I went through my top 36 running backs. Today we're going to go through the top 36 wide receivers. So not going crazy in depth on every single player, just talking about where I have them ranked, kind of reference if I'm higher or lower on these guys than consensus. So we'll kind of fire through these 36, try to do it in like 15-ish minutes. So we're not here all day long, you know, going through each player for like two, three minutes. So if you enjoy the video, just do me a huge favor, hit the like button and subscribe to the channel. Going to be posting daily fantasy football content basically all the way up until the season and then essentially through the NFL season also. So if you want to kind of jump on board, you know, hit that subscribe button. But let's jump right into the rankings. And one through five here is pretty in line with consensus. So I have Cooper Cup at number one, my clear top guy. Justin Jefferson is my clear number two, Jamar Chase at number three, and then Devontae Adams and Stephon Diggs at four and five. I think Adams and Diggs could be flipped. Right now, I just have Devontae Adams slightly ahead. I still think he's in a very strong situation, and I just think he is the best wide receiver in the NFL. Then at number six, I have Debo Samuel, one spot higher on Debo than consensus. I just believe in Debo's talent, whether he's used as a wide back or just a straight up wide receiver. I think he can be a high-end wide receiver one. We saw it last year. Early in the season, he was a stud. Later in the season, he was a stud also. So no matter what he's doing, he is going to produce for fantasy football. Then number seven, I have Mike Evans. I'm a big, big, big Mike Evans fan this year. I believe I talked about him as a must-draft wide receiver. I just think he's a super strong value going at like the 2-3 turn. I think he has a lead upside. He doesn't have the target competition he's had in years past. And I'd be taking him over a guy like C.D. Lamb, who I have at number eight. I'm a few spots lower on Lamb than consensus. He's going like early second round. If he's being picked in that range, I'm not going to have many shares of him. I think he does have a very high ceiling. I'm just a little bit concerned about the lack of proven production. The highest he's finished, in on, the highest he's finished on a points per game basis is like a low-end wide receiver two. So even though the situation looks good, I am not totally confident that CeeDee Lamb is like this elite wide receiver who is going to take this massive jump. I do think it's possible, but I'm just not 100% sold, whereas I think a lot of other people are. And he'll likely be picked, you know, with one of the first selections in the second round. At number 9 and 10, I have Keenan Allen and T. Higgins, two players I just feel very, very solid with. You're going to be able to get these players at the 2-3 turn. Keenan Allen just has insane year-to-year consistency. And then for T. Higgins, I talked about him, you know, recently. I'm a big fan. I think people think he's kind of like a floor play because he's playing behind Jamar Chase. I think T. Higgins has a very, very high ceiling. And I would not count out like a wide receiver five, wide receiver six finish out of T. Higgins. Number 11 and number 12, I actually have, you know, stud wide receivers, Tyreek Hill and A.J. Brown, both going on new kind of uncertain situations with their new teams for Tyreek Hill going to the Dolphins. Just not super sold on Tua. I think Hill will be solid, but I don't think he's going to have the elite ceiling he had paired with Patrick Mahomes. Number 12, I have A.J. Brown. One spot lower on Brown than consensus. I actually considered moving him behind the players who I have 13 and 14, but I just feel like we kind of got to buy into the talent here. I think this Eagles offense is going to be solid. I just don't know if Brown has that elite ceiling. He just hasn't been in like a great, you know, passing offense. If this was a guy in like a, even like a top 15 passing attack, I mean, he could really have a massive fantasy season. 
but he basically goes from the Titans, who are one of the lowest volume passing attacks in the NFL, to another one of the lowest volume passing attacks in the NFL with the Eagles. We know their strength is their offensive line. They do have strong weapons now. You also have Jalen Hurts at quarterback. So there are some question marks with both Tyreek Hill and A.J. Brown. But here, you know, back-end wide receiver ones, you're kind of just buying in on the talent and hope they're able to produce in their current situations. 13 and 14, I have Deontay Johnson and Michael Pittman. I really like both of these guys as players. I've been very high on Deontay Johnson all offseason long. The dude was a stud last year in a bad situation. I think he's clearly the Steelers' number one wideout. And no matter who's quarterback, Trubisky, Pickett, he did it with Big Ben. I think he can do it with anyone. Pittman, you know, the stud wide receiver on the Colts, the clear, clear cut wide receiver one. There are really no wide receivers behind him. Upgraded quarterback with Matt Ryan. I think he can take a really strong year three kind of jump here. He took a big jump from year one to year two, and I'm expecting another one here in year three. At 15, I have Jalen Waddell, another very, very talented young wide receiver. He's obviously tied in here with Tyreek Hill because we saw Tyreek Hill get traded to the Dolphins. It seems pretty clear that Waddle will be the wide receiver too. So I kind of share the same concerns, you know, is Tua going to be the guy? We don't really know. So I think he's very talented. I do think he can take a jump, but I do think his ceiling is kind of capped because like, are we really going to see uh, Tua support Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle as like top 10 wide receivers? I wouldn't personally be banking on that. And actually, I feel like Waddle kind of started this tier of players, probably going from like wide receiver 15 to like the wide receiver 20 area. I feel like a lot of these players are very, very interchangeable. They're very close together in my rankings. So just kind of running through all these guys, DJ Moore at 16, Marquise Brown at 17, Metcalf at 18, McLaurin at 19, Mike Williams at 20. You actually have like a pretty strong mix of players here. You have guys like DJ Moore. Metcalf, McLaurin, really talented wide receivers in not so great quarterback situations. DJ Moore gets Baker, but I mean, like, Baker is the best quarterback he's ever played with, and that is not a great thing to say because DJ Moore is going into his fifth NFL season. DK Metcalf, looking at like Geno Smith, Drew Locke, McLaurin, Carson Wentz, and then you have guys like Marquise Brown, who I think could have a massive season, especially early on with DeAndre Hopkins suspended. I feel like him and Kyler match up perfectly. In terms of their skill sets, he will be the alpha early on in the season. So I think he's a strong pick here. And then you have Mike Williams, you know, probably the wide receiver two on the Chargers, had a massive uh, 2021 season, did have a lot of his production early on, and then was kind of just okay down the stretch. There's just some concern because that really was Mike Williams' like first big year. We hadn't seen that kind of production out of him. He did have a different role. So if you're picking him here, you're just kind of hoping he slots back into that same spot he played last year. And then I think it starts this new tier of players with Cortland Sutton here at 21. I feel solid. I prefer him over Jerry Judy just because we've seen him produce in like a bad offense, right? Like the excuse for Jerry Judy is like he's been in bad situations, bad quarterback play, all of this stuff. Cortland Sutton actually produced with that bad quarterback play. So that is why I prefer Sutton over Judy. I have Chris Godwin here at 22, some injury concerns. I'm willing to kind of take on the risk there with that ACL because I believe so much in the player and the situation here with the Bucks. 23, I am way higher than consensus on Rashad Bateman. I kind of talked about how this is a tier. I feel like you have a lot of these like 
second, third year wide receivers, even rookie wide receivers, and then some of these veterans all in like this same area. So once we get to the next slide, I'll kind of talk about all these guys. I just think that Bateman and Mooney here at 23 and 24 possess a ceiling that some of the players behind them do not, right? Rashad Bateman doesn't have this super solid rookie season to look back on. He was okay. But if we're just looking at like how this is lined up, I'm a believer in Rashad Bateman's talent. I was a big fan of him coming out of college. They trade Marquise Brown. They basically bring in nobody. So I don't think this is going to be a super high volume passing attack, but I still think he can be very fantasy relevant as their wide receiver one. And I think, you know, their offseason moves just prove that they do believe in this guy, you know, to be the wide receiver one for the future. And then for Darnell Mooney, pretty similar thing, just like no target competition with the Bears. We know he can produce as like a floor play. I think he can take that jump, you know, just because he's going to be a target funnel here in 2022. And then we have some more of these young guys, Amon Ra at 25, Elijah Moore at 26, much higher on Elijah Moore than consensus. I don't really understand why you have like Amon Ra here, who's kind of viewed as like a low end wide receiver three, but then Elijah Moore isn't in that same category. Amon Ra obviously had a great breakout down the stretch, but people forget so did Elijah Moore before he got injured. Like he was a guy you would trust in your wide receiver two spot before he had the injury that cost him the last few weeks of the season. He was balling out and that was without even like clearly establishing himself as the number one on this offense. Like he wasn't getting a wide receiver one snap share and was still balling out for fantasy football. So I really like Elijah Moore here at 26. I have Allen Robinson at 27. Apparently I'm like perfectly in line with consensus. 28, I have Jerry Judy. Lower on Judy than consensus. This is just a spot where I understand the upside. He could potentially be the wide receiver one for Russell Wilson. The issue is that has he really shown much to make us think that he will be the wide receiver one. Like I know last year, Judy and Sutton both kind of struggled, but at least Sutton had the excuse of like he was coming off the ACL. They obviously both had the same bad quarterback play. I just think people really, really want Jerry Judy to hit and they're kind of holding on to their priors about him coming into the NFL. And I'm not saying like, I'm not writing him off. I'm not saying he can't be good, but when every reasoning for drafting a player has nothing to do with the actual player's performance, then we kind of run into an issue, right? Like when you see people arguing for Jerry Judy, it's like, oh, the quarterback play was bad around him. You know, he has this great college production, high draft pick, all this stuff, Russell Wilson coming in. You're really never getting to the stuff about Jerry Judy as a player, or at least his NFL production. So I do have some concerns there, which is why I am lower on him. Once again, I'm very in on these first and second year wide receivers. So I'm actually 10 spots higher on Drake London here at 29, and then six spots higher on Devonta Smith. For Drake London, I think he is the best rookie wide receiver this season. I think he's in a situation where the offense is going to be bad in Atlanta. We don't know about the quarterback situation, but I just think he can be a target funnel. Him and Kyle Pitts are going to dominate this offense. And then for Devonta Smith, he had a solid rookie season. Obviously, A.J. Brown coming in kind of you know limits his overall ceiling, but I still think he's a player that's ascending. He's a guy you want to bet on because it just seems kind of inevitable that one of these second year guys, whether it's Elijah Moore, Amon Ra, Bateman, Devonta Smith, like two, three of these guys, I feel like are going to have some really, really strong seasons. And you're kind of just throwing darts at them because you know, they're all, you know, going to be solid NFL players. It's just which ones are going to take that next step here at 31. I have Brandon Cooks, 
Apparently, I am way, way, way low on Brandon Cooks, and it's kind of strange because he's someone that I've heavily targeted over the last few seasons, and I know a lot of people are probably going to be upset with this 31 ranking, but just hear me out here. At the wide receiver position, you kind of have like these clear tiers, right? Like you have the elite ones. Those are guys who are winning you weeks. But once you start to get into like back end wide receiver two territory, the difference between like a back end wide receiver two and like your wide receiver 36, there's not a huge difference between those players. And when I'm looking at Brandon Cooks, like I think it's incredibly likely he outproduces this wide receiver 31 spot. But when I'm looking at picking him over players like Elijah Moore, Drake London, Devonta Smith, I just think these players have a ceiling that we don't know about. For Brandon Cooks, we know what we're getting out of him. It's a back-end wide receiver two season, a high-end wide receiver three season. So if you want that safety, I think he's a very strong pick to have here. You know, he's going to be the wide receiver one on the Texans. It's not going to be a great offense, not going to be great quarterback play, but you're getting that safety. For me, he just doesn't really line up with how I draft. If I'm taking these wide receivers, I'm going to be very wide receiver heavy in like the mid rounds, so around four, five, six, seven. So I'm going to be firing off like four picks on wide receivers, and I'm taking shots on players who I think can be mid-tier wide receiver twos or higher. He just doesn't really fit that mold currently. At 32, I have Amari Cooper. He's really a tough player to rank when we don't know the Deshaun Watson situation. It really seems like his suspension prediction is all over the place. You know, over the last few weeks, it seemed like it was going to be at least a year. And now recently, we're hearing like, max of eight games there are like a ton of different reports going on like the nflpa is backing him all this stuff reports about him suing the nfl if he's suspended for a season whatever basically this is kind of like a placeholder ranking if deshaun watson is suspended for a huge chunk of the season i'm just going to be out on amari cooper because the quarterback play there is just going to be gross and i think cooper is a very solid wide receiver but i don't think he's at the point in his career where he can dominate you know with bad quarterback play but if Deshaun Watson gets like a six-game suspension, this is just like hypothetical. But if he's getting a six-game suspension, then I think he's in that like tier I was talking about with potentially like the wide receiver 18, wide receiver 19, wide receiver 20 spot. Because we know Deshaun Watson just feeds his wide receiver one. And this would just be a really, really strong offense if Deshaun Watson is on the field. So Cooper's here at 32. I have Michael Thomas at 33. At this point, we just don't know much about Michael Thomas. There was the really rough kind of videos that came out with him rehabbing. Seems crazy that he's rehabbing like two years after the injury, if not longer. Then there's been some positive reports that he should be ready to go. I don't really know what to believe at this point. I just couldn't really leave him off of the top 36 because we know a healthy Michael Thomas is just an absolute beast. Like if he is healthy, basically no matter where you're drafting him realistically, he will live up to expectation. The problem is we just don't know if he is healthy. So he's going to be at 33 right now, much higher on Traylon Burks than consensus. I'm not really fading him for like the asthma issues, potential out of shape. We've seen the same reports coming out about Leonard Fournette. I just don't really care. As long as it's not like a week before the season, I think he'll be fine. So I'm still in on Traylon Burks. And I don't think the gap between him and like Drake London should be as wide as it is currently. And then to wrap up, 35 and 36, some veteran wide receivers, DeAndre Hopkins and Adam Thielen. A little bit lower on D-Hop than consensus. 
For me, I was actually pretty low on D-Hop during the season last year. The Cardinals were a team that really liked to spread the ball around. DeAndre Hopkins just wasn't operating as that like elite alpha that he's been throughout his career. I think we're at a point where after a suspension with Marquise Brown, you know, likely being the guy, I think we're at a spot here where Marquise Brown is ascending. DeAndre Hopkins is going to be on the way down. So it'll be interesting to see what guy kind of takes over as the number one once he is back. It's possible he holds on to that role for another year, but I think it's also possible he kind of becomes like a wide receiver two option. And then with that suspension thrown in there, you know, it's tough to pick him any higher than this. And then at 36, I have Adam Thielen. I guess I'm six spots lower on him than consensus. I'd be fine putting him higher. I think he's going to be a really strong play this year. So actually just looking at it now, maybe I am low on him. He's not a guy that I'm fading. Like I talked about, I'm going to be throwing these shots at wide receivers. And I do think I'll have a decent number of shares of Adam Thielen. So those are my top 36 rankings. Let me know what you guys think about these down below in the comment section. Who am I too high on, too low on? Let me hear it. I'm going to be continuing going through my quarterbacks, tight ends, overall rankings. So stay tuned for all of those. As always, thank you for stopping by and I'll see you guys in the next one.